Blonde Edition, episode number 13. Woohoo! That's right, Lucky 13. My name is Jen. And I am Derica. And I am single, ready to mingle here in the city. Woohoo! And I am married and very harried. That's right. We talk about dating, we talk about relationships, we talk about difficulties in life, um, because really we're the only people we want to talk to, and we want to talk to you too. So we're so excited to be here. Derica, we have really, really exciting news. What is the news? We are now on iTunes. Woohoo! That's right, everyone. Some of, some of you are listening to us on Podbean, which is an Android app, and we love Podbean. But now we are officially on iTunes. Woohoo! And we're so excited. All of our episodes are there. So please hit subscribe, rate us, only rate us with five stars, please. Um, you know, no lower than five. Yes. Um, and we're millennials. We can't handle we that. We can't handle, handle rejection. That rejection. Or, yeah, we have to be perfect or yeah. nothing. Um, so I'm just so excited about this. We we just have so many things um, coming down the pike for us. Yeah. Yes. And now we're on iTunes. Um, anyways, so Derica, outside yes. of that, yes. on lucky number episode 13. Lucky 13. Oh, my God. Today is Friday. But it's not the it's 13th. It's not the 13th, but it's Friday and this is the 13th episode. Uh, anyways, I don't anyways. know. Anyways. Okay. It's good. It's good. Derica, as we promised um, last week, we would do a quick recap of our Purim celebration. Yay. So how was your Purim? I am dying to hear all about it. Okay. So um, just in case anybody's listening right now, Purim, some people consider the Jewish Halloween. We dress up in costumes, we give Good. gifts, and we celebrate all together. Um, so what I did was I went to a couple of Purim parties, and I dressed up in my quintessential cowgirl outfit. Very cute. Yeah, I have um, a genuine, genuine uh, cowgirl hat and boots from Texas. Nice. So um, I looked pretty darn good. Woohoo. And um, yeah, I got some good feedback on my costume. So where did you go? What did you do? Who'd you meet? Who'd you see? So many things. So I um, I went to Manhattan Jewish Experience where a lot of young professionals go. That's the place to be yep. if you're single and ready to mingle. That's right. So I was single, ready to, ready to mingle as a cowgirl. So I went there and I just have to say that, you know, it was really good. Met a lot of people and I always have these like interesting conversations with with people that are really not my speed. So, for instance, this guy came up to me, started talking to me. Within about a minute of talking, I figured out we're just on different wavelengths um, religiously. He's from Israel. He grew up religious, and now he's completely not religious. He's off the derach. Off the derach, which means off the path. And I was like, huh, that's nice. I grew up not so religious, and now I am much more religious. So why are we still talking? <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, this is the thing. Um, and I was telling Derica this before. Uh, when my theory is, and I just, somebody pointed this out to me, is, and I'm always surprised, and I shouldn't be surprised, I guess when, when guys approach me or they look at me, they don't look at me and say, oh, wow, there's this nice orthodox girl. Right. I'm just dressed normally. I just dress in normal You don't clothes. have, like, um, you're not wearing, like, um, a babushka. No. And, like, I'm not, not, like, wearing a skirt down to the floor. Yeah. You know, I, I dress modestly and you're not enough. shit updating. Right. So, so I'm just, you know, I'm out and I'm dressed stylishly. You're modern in the world. Yeah. You work, you do things, right. you get coffee. And I just, you know, I, I kick it and hit it. You right, know? right. I, I do my thing. So, anyways, 
I guess when these guys come up to me and when I reveal the fact that I, you know, I'd, I'm at a more religious level. Right. They don't expect that. So they they see the packaging. Yeah. And that doesn't line up with what they're hearing. Right. So the packaging says one thing. Right. But the inside. And they're hearing something else. Right. Now, Now, this doesn't have to contradict, but in their head it does. I think that, you know, I don't think that matters. Right. I think that, so what? You know, I think that life is a journey. Uh, yes, that is and true. And that even though this guy might be off the derrick right now, mm-hmm. he might come back on the derrick. But I mm-hmm. will say, yeah, if you don't feel that immediate connection right, with somebody, right. then it's just not, he's not your lid. No, he's you not know, the lid to my pot. No. So I think that if you felt this immediate, like, like sometimes right. you meet somebody and you're like, oh my gosh, this person is so amazing. And, right. And, and if you felt that, I would say, why don't you date him and see if he mm-hmm. can... Because, you know, people go off, people go on, you know, right, right. it's a train. No, and I totally... It's a I, route. Yes. It's a route, like, but not... not people take on ramps, right. off ramps, That's you know. That's true. That's true. But um, not like the GPS that your your father-in-law likes to follow, which is none. Right, right. <laughs> you no. don't like the GPS. Um, yeah, I totally agree with that. I do have to say with this person, and I've met other people like this, um, where it's kind of usually immediately like a big old X. Right. Um, is that not only are they not religious, but they have resentment towards religion. Oh, that's different. Yeah, when so, they have resentment, it's like, no. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, I think that's really the biggest hurdle. It's not so much the fact that they're not religious, and then they come up to me and think I'm also not religious. It's more the fact that once they discover who I am, yeah. um, they realize that that's like a big uh, hurdle for them. So much in to-do life is timing, too, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that... You know, it's just not the right time. Maybe he'll get back on that path. Maybe this Maybe. is how he feels right now. Right. And but I'm not going to wait around for he it. He has right. He has some work to do. Yeah, I got some other things going on. So, any other fun Purim activities? Well, I do have to say there was a pirate at Purim that I want to talk about. Okay, tell me about this pirate. Okay, so I went to the first party, left the first party, went to the second party. Was already so tired and it was and it was asking myself why did I even go out to the second party? But it's because I already bought tickets and you know we're Jewish, we're frugal, we like right. to we want to maximize maximize it. our dollar. Anyways. Um, so I don't, I'm not sure if I should have said that, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, so I bought the ticket already. Um, and what's interesting is I, I told everybody before, uh, on the podcast that I'm also on this dating website called Salyo Sinai and, um, these are marriage minded singles. Supposedly. So, supposedly. Um, that you're being matched with, um, the, the majority of the people on there come from either a religious background or became religious. So I matched with this guy and, um, that day, Purim day, he actually texted me to say, Hey, I matched with you. Let's, um, let's plan to talk and get together soon. And, and you know, that's great. So I went to the second Purim party and I start talking to this very tall pirate. He, you know, he was dressed yeah. as a pirate. Um, and we were talking and then he finally, he asked me for my number and I give him my number and then he's like, Oh my God, wait a second. And then he holds up his phone and it was a text that he sent me previously from Sayo Sinai. Oh my God. He was the guy from Sayo Sinai. So this could be like an amazing love story. It could be an amazing love story. But I guess it's not. It's not. Um, I was thinking, Oh my God, this could be perfect. And it was like the setup was so good. So we went and talked and really, you know, at the end of the day, he... He's a guy that he did grow up religious. Now he's definitely 
And I think, I don't know, him being on Sinai is also a very, not maybe the right platform for him because, um, he had an issue with my religious level and, you know, he grew up religious. So usually that's not going to be the case at Sinai. And so not only that, but he was just, um, he seemed like the type of guy who was finding himself and he said, you know, he wasn't, he took some time off from dating because he was finding himself, which is all good. Did he find himself yet? I don't think he's found himself. I don't know. Still he, searching. He doesn't know where to look. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. He wants somebody to travel the world with him and listen to music and sing, which sounds all nice, fine, and okay, dandy. Okay, that's good. But doesn't sound very realistic. Doesn't sound like something you want. Not your lid. Listen. I I like traveling, I like singing, but um, when you lead off with that, I think he just doesn't have a life plan, so. Okay, so this is not the romantic love story of the... No, but it was a great setup for one. I know. Man, I'm so upset. Yeah. I I know what you mean, that guys are like, oh, I just want to try, like, you know, they're not... I think I think every guy wants. Like if, if you talk to my husband right now, right. he says like, "I just want to travel the world." But, yeah, everybody wants. But to in reality, that. you know, well, like well, this, he is traveling the world, just not with me. Right, but he but, does it for work. <laughs> he's in Hawaii. He's right in Hawaii now. right now. We don't want to talk about that because Derek is very upset. Yeah, so maybe he does really travel the world. He yeah, just, I just don't get included. No, that's um, not true. You were invited. I was invited. I'm always invited. And okay, this is a topic for another day. But <laughs> yeah, we'll so no, no dramatic love story. That would have been amazing, though. No, but it was such a good premise to a story. I know. So if I was writing a novel, I would start off with that. Oh, it's like an it's like a modern Orthodox fairy tale. I know. From the modern Darn age. It. Okay. Well, anyways, whatever. Moving on. Okay. Um, how was your Purim, Derek? So my Purim was not at all as eventful as your Purim because I had no pirate. <laughs> um, but I would say that so everyone knows from last week's episode because you guys watch religious or listen religiously. Yes. Yes, is that um, I made my husband dress up as um, Joel Maisel from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and I was Midge Maisel, and we looked nothing like them. But anyway, in order to prepare for this part that he was playing, he wanted to watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime. So um, we watched it, and I was so fascinated. This was my, my observation mm-hmm. that everyone is married. By yeah. 22, 23. Right. And everyone has kids. And, yeah. you know, you don't want to be at a dinner party because people had dinner parties. They would go out to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. It was all about dinner. Dinner is a great thing. Dinner and drinks. And uh-huh. you don't want to be, and if you were going out to drinks, you would go out with your guys. Right. And I, it felt like maybe you could only go out with your married guy friends. Uh-huh. Like that was acceptable. Oh, see, yeah, I see you what know? you're saying there. Yeah. So it was you like. You don't want like a. Uh, you don't want your husband going out with a bunch of bachelors. Right. Because you right. don't know where they're going to take him. Right. So it was this culture of just, you get married, you have babies. That's what everyone's doing. Everyone around you is doing it. Right. Right. But so it's here, normal and that's what's kind of expected of you. Right. And you don't want to be, you know, you, you always you always like, have, yeah. you always have people that are outside the so- social norms, but if that's the social norm, that's what you want to be. Exactly. And I think about today, and that's just not the case, especially here. I mean, most oh people gosh. are not married, so I don't think, and I think men don't have that push, and I... I agree. I think men don't have an innate, they're not innate settlers, right? They're like hunters. They're wanderers. They're, you know, yeah. they don't want to, they don't want to wander down, but if all their buddies are settling, 
Not, not like settling, like <laughs> not settling, like, settling, settling down. Settle, but if all their buddies are settling down, right. I think they are more apt to do it. And I, I think, agree. I think in today's world, especially in New York City, everyone's single, everyone's running around, and yeah. you have these friends that everyone's single, so you don't feel this push. You don't feel this. This. Oh my gosh, what am I doing with my life? I'm 35 and single. Right. I'm 40 and single. I'm right. 45. They just think, oh well, everyone else around me is single. Right. So this is what right. I'm supposed to do. I 100% agree with that. It's That is so true. When you look around, I think like even in, in a lesser sense of commitment, let's say all of your friends have girlfriends. And right. you're the one lone guy that's going out with a different girl every weekend. Right. For the most part, like, I mean, like like what you said, there's always going to be someone outside the social norms. But he's going to also want to have the girlfriend because they want to, like, go on, like, weekend trips together. Right, it's with the, the bell couples. curve, right? It's, yeah. it's people are in the middle of the bell curve. Mm-hmm. And I think the bell curve is, especially on the West Side, is that you're single. Yeah. And maybe you get married at, you know, 35, right. 40, 45. Right. And your priorities are, like, work and right. building yourself, which I agree with. But mm-hmm. I think there's also... But that's what society has set up for us. And you know what's so funny about that is that we've gotten to a place where, of course, we don't want to live in a society where everybody feels regulated and it's rigid and you have to do this by this time. But you also don't want to be in a place where there is no guidelines, there is no direction what to go to. And I have to say, probably 90% of the guys or 95% of the guys that I meet that are single, they really do want to settle down and get married or they're just not, they're not happy with this life, but they, because what you're saying, there's no push for them to actually settle down. Like you can tell they're not, they're not like super happy with the fact that they're going to 10,000 single events all the time. Right. And they're taking girls out on dates all the time. Like, I don't think they really like that. I just think they don't know what to do with themselves. Right. They don't know how to settle down. I think people, you know, the, the family unit in, in, in modern society and the couple unit is not the same focus as it was yeah, back I, in yesteryear. I agree. And, like, a lot of times I'll say to Derica or my friends, I just kind of wish, sometimes I wish we were back in the 1920s. Now, I'm glad to be in modern times with vaccinations and right. better hygiene. Everybody knows I like my hygiene. But um, when it comes down to this stuff, it's very, people don't court anymore. They don't court, and they expect they expect women to really be it be it all. Yeah. Not have it all, be it all. Oh yeah. So, I mean, they want a woman who is beautiful, mm-hmm. who is intelligent, mm-hmm. who is funny, who is this, which I'm sure your wife should be all those things. Don't right. get me wrong. But not only that, it's like the additional roles they need to play. Right. What kind of job does she have? You know, it, it's like crazy. And it's and it's well, it's like, oh, well, she's she's okay looking, but her job is like, what? her job is not that exciting. Right. She doesn't really, so it's like, you know, they, they have to be it all. Right. They have to be a superwoman just to. Well, and, and that's the thing, too. That's where people struggle because it's not only do they have to fill these roles, they also have to take on additional roles when they do end up getting together in a couplehood of some sort. Right. Um, she's expected, I mean, this is not the case for everybody but you know there is the pressure I think on like on um, socially the woman um, arranges a lot of the social right arrangements um, the household cleaning the cooking the raising of the children that's a I mean that's a lot and on top of that you are expected to have a full-time job and make 
and make, ju- and make just as much as a man. Yeah. So, I mean, the reality is, is that we can, I, I this is a really deep topic, but mm. I feel that in today's society, it depends like who you're with, but you know, there's this, there's this, you know, we're in this liberal ideal that women should be paid the same, mm-hmm. which is great. That they should have full money. rights, Give right? Me my they money, should have money. the same as rights for men, which is which is great. But right. I think in reality, what happens, especially single women, is that they're not they're not going to be treated. There's no way that single women and single men are treated the same, or they right. treat each other the same. Right. That's true. So That's this true. is all great in practice, and I know, like in my household, for example. I do all the cooking. I do all the cleaning. I do she's everything. Very, she's very good at it. Everybody. I, I I am the I am the fifties housewife in our house. I love it. I love being the recipient <laughs> of the guest of the fifties housewife because I get like a nice lunch that was prepared. But what did you make, Derica? It was a uh, chicken stir fry. So yummy. It was very yummy. And then we just made ourselves some little lattes. Yeah. With her Nespresso, which yes. we're drinking right now. I try to be a fifties housewife. It, you do a great job. Thank you. But my. You know, it, it's not that my husband doesn't want to do these other things. It's just there's so biological yeah, to, nature to most men and women. Not all. Right. Most men and women where women are better at these things and men are not. And women are in the role of the caretaker. Right. It's just yeah. biological. So, I mean, so, not everyone has this situation. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that women are just expected to do so much. So. Right. And yeah. I and I thought, yeah. what a simpler time in the fifties. Well, and I think it's smoke and drink wherever you want. <laughs> you could smoke and drink while you're pregnant. Too. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> that's like part of the problem why I don't want to get why I'm scared to get pregnant. Oh, because you couldn't smoke. Well, you don't really. I don't smoke, smoke but I couldn't drink. Oh man, yeah. yeah. I well, I don't want to be around Derricka for nine, ten months of non-drinking. I mean, that's that's hard. That's very. Hard. I mean, back in the fifties, I could. I think Phil would have to drink more. He probably would. <laughs> I would have to. You know, I could smoke, I could drink anything, I could be pregnant with a scotch and cigar. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a good picture. <laughs> and, um, you know. Well, yeah, no, and that's true. And I I mean, I all, like, just back to the whole, and we'll, I think this is, like, a really good topic to talk about in some of our future podcasts, maybe even with some of our guests. Yeah. But the whole courting issue, that has fallen by the wayside. And a lot of times you'll hear stories, and I have some, some good stories I can share, where it's very obvious that the guy is not courting you. Right. They're hanging out with you. They're spending, oh, uh, spending time with Phil you. Phil feels very strongly yeah, I know, about I know, this I know, topic. I know. But they're just, they're not trying to woo you. And right. I know that this is old fashioned terminology, but at the end of the day, really when a man really wants to pursue a woman what does he do he courts her he takes her out to dinner he treats her really well he checks up on her he brings her flowers those are the things that he does and now that we're in this kind of era that we are in now when we're dating each other even if it's for like months at a time like do i see a flower not necessarily do i see chocolate not always do i get dinner Eh, maybe once in a while um it's not about the material thing. Right. It's more about the intention behind it. And you know what's interesting? I would think as a single girl on the Upper West Side, you'd yeah. be having dinner with a different guy every week. But, yeah. Or, I mean, every day. Yeah. But apparently, dinner is not that common anymore on dates. Oh, well, actually, I have a really good story about that. Okay, let's hear that story. Okay, really quickly, um, I matched with somebody. This is actually very hilarious. I can't believe I forgot about this. I matched with somebody on, I don't know, Hinge or J-Swipe. We set up to meet each other. Initially, he was like, okay, well, I can either meet on Thursday or Friday, but um, Syracuse is playing in March Madness. Oh, yeah, you told and, me that. Uh, and I'll have to wait to see when they, uh, <laughs> when dude, they lose. bro, bro, dude. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, 
Are you kidding me? Okay, get fine. some brewskis. Right. So then, so then apparently, poor poor him, Syracuse lost. Okay. Um, and then he's like, "All right, well, okay, I can get together um, uh, on Sunday uh, around this time." Or something like that. And I was like, okay. He's like, well, actually, um, you know, I'm watching this game. It's going to be over around 8-ish. But unless there's overtime. And then if there's overtime, I'm not exactly sure what time I'd be available. So he's texting me all this. And, and I was just like, this is ridiculous. This is day of planning. First date, never met this guy before in my life. And he can't figure out a time to meet me because he's watching a game. Can he just pick a different day that there's no game right. on? Right. Well, maybe if there's a game every day. So anyways... I was like, you know what, listen, I think we're on different wavelengths. Um, you know, like. You're married to basketball. <laughs> yeah. So. Already. He, I don't want to interrupt that relationship. Right? It seems very serious. Yeah, it's a very stable relationship with sports. So he, he wrote back to me, well, let me know if you change my mind. Sports is my life, and I'm trying to compromise. And I was like, wow, I'm already trying to compromise with someone before I've even met Just them. Just to go on a date. Yeah, so I said bye bye to that one. Anyways, that was. And on top of that, when we were in the midst of texting, it was getting late and, you know, around dinner time or so. And what he said was, he's like, yeah, I'm hungry. You know, I don't, I don't usually ever do first date dinners. And I was like, all right. He's like, but. <laughs> Brewskis. But yeah. we can get some, like, mozzarella sticks at the bar. Anyways. Anyways, so we had quite an eventful show today. We did. We have so much that we, we have, have to, so like, much more to talk about. For other podcasts because we just went on and on and on about society. And today, yeah. um, we could just do more. We might have to cover this offline. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up, guys. Um, thank you for listening to episode number Lucky 13. Woo-hoo. Actually, I don't think 13 is lucky. Oh, well. I think seven is lucky. Lucky number seven. But maybe it's lucky for us. Well, I I want it to be lucky. Okay, okay. I just wanted, good. okay, yeah. we'll be lucky. Okay. Lucky number 13. And um, stay tuned. We're going to let you know when our next podcast is coming up. Please feel free to send us any questions or comments on our Facebook and Instagram page by the same name, Jewess the Blonde Edition. Um, also hit subscribe on both iTunes and Podbean and follow us and rate and review again, only five stars because yeah. we're just, we're five star quality. Yeah. And we're millennials. We can't handle that. Type yeah. Of no rejection. rejection. Yeah. All right. Anyways, thank you guys so much. Have a great weekend. Jewess is out. Take care.